Well, hello, everybody. Episode number 60 of the Death Piles and Taxes show coming right at you. As always, my name is D-Roy, Derek Roy Everett. I am your eBay uh, champion of the world. And across the desk, the man, the myth, the legend, Adam Perumpy Prump Beasley, the man that's going to help you do your taxes and not end up in jail again, Adam Beasley. How are you, my friend? Man, if I was any better, my name would be Phil. Phil, that was an awesome episode. I mean, uh, last last episode, we were live on location. For those of you that missed it, go back and check it out at Venue Sports Cards. And, uh, man, Phil just telling about how he how he took the chance to live the dream. And uh, the off-the-air the off uh, kind of stuff, I know you recorded some of it, but yeah. um, Phil's a guy that will just sit there and talk with you, and, and it's awesome to go visit him. But when he's in front of the microphone... He kind of got a little nervous, a little more reserved than normal, Phil. So the second we turn it off, he told, tells us opens up, man. tells us how he to to start off his business. He was sleeping. I don't know if this came across as well as it could there at the end. He was actually sleeping in the uh, at these fairs and stuff that he goes to sell stuff on the grass, so that he could you know sell the cards in the morning, not have to pack up everything, go home, and uh, then his wife would come for an hour. He'd run home and shower and eat and come back and work, and so. From that, he built himself up into a business. So even though it wasn't necessarily online, eBay-type related, uh, that's that's the dedication. And uh, it's hard to have somebody like that tell you something and, and not hope for that person to succeed. So uh, we're, we're pulling for Phil um, and all the small business owners out there that listen to Death Piles and Taxes. Whether or not you're selling on eBay or not, uh, hopefully you can gain something from it and get a little motivation and I know that uh, made me reevaluate how much I, how serious am I? You know, I'm not sleeping on the park, uh, going home taking showers in between, you know, couple hour breaks and back for a 22 hour shift. So, hats off to Phil. I had lunch with Phil today. Oh, did you? It was just payday, so <laughs> I'm like, I'm going to see Phil. And what do you have to tell you? Well, I had to go over. I after the episode, I came home, and again, this is about reselling, about understanding items, getting into something that you like, whether it's wrestling cards. Had a client in here, they sell a lot of pottery, sure. car, a lot of, uh, you know, another guy I talked with uh, this week about, um, like, guitar stuff, guitar amps, those kind of things, but really started getting into this card thing. Like, I really started... It's just, it is, it's kind of a hot thing right now. It's getting popular again, and we grew up. You know, 80s and 90s, there was ten, we were into cards even though they're not valuable. No. Really? I mean, it kind of got, so now it's kind of that nostalgia factor. Yeah, I mean, when you were a kid, you were never looking at, like, this is an investment. You know, no, but you're you're player. always like this. Uh, this Kirby Puckett's worth twenty thousand dollars. Like you always say, just numbers. Well, Kirby got glaucoma and he lost his left eye, and so now he's worth <laughs> this. Uh, this Roger Meredith card here, you see this. $17,000. Like, yeah, I mean, you always make up numbers to impress your friends, right? I love the Beckett. Hey, it says it's worth $1.75. Yeah, so uh, that's cool. So what well, what, what do you leave with? Well, first, I, I was hungry, and, you know, I never wanted to show up with a... Oh, that was a sweet... I'm coming, from, I'm coming from a family party, so I might need a little boost. <laughs> well, uh, I went, and I'm like, you know what? I, I like... Jimmy John's, they don't have anything close, close. They do in Spanish, which is about 15 minutes away. But man, I need a good pick-me-up. And that uh, Little John commercial, you know, Little John, talking about buying yeah. a Little John. Yeah. One got me two that of what those. he says? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So one got me two of those. Threw down one for me, one for Phil. And, uh, of course, there's people in there. You know, Phil talking to the kids, talking them up. And a gal was like, yeah, we just found this place this week. And I think it's our second time in there. And so uh, I said, Phil, I got me a 40 spot. What should I buy? So I bought some uh, of the, the hot. The, I'm looking for trouble. The um, 1819 Don Russ cards. And, uh, I mean, you know, our, my favorite team here. I mean, we're, we're Utah Jazz guys. You know, we, we like, we enjoy them. I go to several of their games. But you know who my second favorite team is? Uh, I think you've always been a good Milwaukee Bucks. No. Mm. It is New now, Orleans Pelicans. No, it is now the um, what team is this? Charlotte Bobcats. <laughs> Let me see what this says here. <laughs> so apparently, we looked these up. Uh, my main man, Miles Bridges, my dude. That's your guy. My love. I had to look it up. He is from uh, Michigan State, drafted number 12. I pulled a rated rookie, what do they call these, green spiral thing. Oh. But if you notice on it, check out right above it. I don't know if I dare touch it. Check oh, it out. it's uh, 
That's a three of ten. Yes. Oh, you do need the old Miles to produce. <laughs> that could be worth some money if old Miles uh, becomes any sort of a ball player. There's only ten of these cards. It's got the serial numbers imprinted on it. So I am a Miles Bridges man. You get that sent off. I, I know we're going hard on the on the card stuff here, but I heard or read somewhere that PSA is backlogged over a million cards that are trying to catch up. It's it's uh, gotten so busy and so popular that they're. Uh, Getting back cataloged by quite a bit, so go ahead. Third favorite player team, uh, Denver Nuggets. Like, there's this guy named Michael Porter Jr. I've actually heard of him. I've, I've heard of him, apparently, but uh, apparently, see, I got a, a 68 of 99. Oh, that's a red border, too. Yeah, red borders. Did, uh, did you open that at Phil's? Oh, yeah. yeah. We, filled, we ripped some wax together. Oh, that's good. Nothing like bonding over ripping some wax. I mean, back in my day, ripping wax was a whole different problem that you had, but... With Adam and the kids nowadays, you want your kids out ripping wax. So it was a good time. So uh, my portfolio, my four hundred one k, is in my hand. Hey, rated rookies. That's that's. I mean, I mean, there was one. You know, there was a a Miles. What's this? My, Miles Bridges. My I, about, I about said Miles Davis, the uh, <laughs> performer. The Rat Tag. Yeah. Um, I mean, there was another one for forty bucks. But the best part is, is nobody's got any of the three for ten. So I'm hoping, you know. So when we're ready to send some more cards in, my PSA stuff is ready. Well, I had a friend of the program, old Michael Benjamin Payer, asking, and I said, we're getting there, so um, we'll figure it out. Oh, Adam's doing a do 30. I also brought you uh, some pure uh, North Davis Sewer District drinking water for the uh, for the show. There it is. I had some family members. We had a, It was a late Christmas slash party type thing, you know, and... Uh, the family member said, so we saw you have a sticker because we're on the Facebook and stuff. I'm like, yeah. And they're like, what do you do? So that's a podcast. And they said, what's the podcast about? Is it, is it politics or something? I said, oh, no, we don't touch that. That would be, uh, nobody wants to go there. We'd lose a lot of people fast. I said, we talk about selling stuff on eBay, like your stuff on eBay. And they looked at me and they said, you've done how many episodes? And I said, well, we're, today we'll be uh, 60. We've done 59. And they're how long? And I said, you know, an hour, give or take, a couple hours here and there. All about selling stuff on, on eBay, huh? There's that much uh, content. I said, well, there, there was a time where I talked about how I couldn't get dried off at the pool and get on in my car. But, yeah, pretty much all about eBay. <laughs> and so we might have new listeners. I don't know. Hey, if uh, Aunt Marla, was it Aunt Marla? No, uh, there's other family. This is Aunt, Aunt Evelyn. Aunt Evelyn. Is Aunt. this the, the Sam Pete Bunch? Emory County. Emory County. Oh, down there by Garfield. You don't need to know the map, just, just over over yonder. Over yonder. This is the family, like Cleveland. Cleveland, yeah. Cleveland. Cleveland rocks. They just got the indoor plumbing here a couple years ago, uh, right? That's Adam saying that, not me. I have to go parties with these people, Adam. Well, I just want to they asked that. me how I was doing, I said, uh, or what I'm up to, or whatever. And just a little math. <laughs> Excuse me? Math uh, business, good job. So just, just enough to get you up and going, nothing to get me incarcerated, you know. They ain't going back there. The problem is, I think they might have believed it. <laughs> hey, that's the best part. Whatever you throw it out there, so we teased it. We teased yeah, we, it we didn't end. come back to this. Adam's been doing some detective work, and uh, I'll throw out this is opinion. No, it's not. Innuendo. It's not. It's that uh, you know why eBay open has been canceled for a fact. Well, or is that rumor and innuendo? Uh, okay, okay, speculation, speculatory. Go for it, buddy. Adam's breaking breaking news here. So uh, I've been you know trying to find these news things about how do I stay up on the hot and currents because there's so many different platforms, so many different news outlets, and uh, I you know with one of the ones I subscribe to, it pulls up uh, eBay podcast, so I get all the hot articles about it. And apparently, you ever heard of this company? There's a company. Um, what's the platform called? Uh, not the Dow Jones, but the sec- Nasdaq. You ever heard of the NASDAQ? You ever heard of the NYSE, the New York Stock Exchange? Oh, uh, yeah. Done a little work. If you go back and listen, I introduced us to a, uh, a Robin Hood program that happens. Tell me all about last week after I'm like, dude, we talked about it on the show. So, so it's, <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure that your WWF, they're traded on uh, NAS, or not NASDAQ, on the New York Stock Exchange. Yes. So it's basically, it's not the third tier, but there's only 30 on the Dow Jones and then certain. So it's basically the, the third tier. Um, apparently, the company that owns them, it's called ICE, International something something, decided, you know what, we got nothing else going, I feel like I want a shiny new toy. 
Let's buy eBay. So, for those of you catching up to this, um, eBay Open was canceled. It's not happening. We haven't talked about it much on the podcast because we did the on-remote show. Uh, we were planning to go to eBay Open and making a big boom, and we even did a commercial saying that you can hang out with us if you want more golden tickets that we'll get into a little later. And then after we record that the next day, eBay Open's been canceled, and no one can really figure out why, and they're saying, oh, we're going to do more local kind of type shows. We'll come and, you know, on, on the spot train you, um, so on and so forth. And Adam says... No, I uh, I got a pretty good hunch that um, this happened. So so apparently this is kind of how it threw it down. Okay, rumors leaked, innuendos came out saying, "Hey, we're interested in buying you for thirty a b- 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 billion dollars, just a smidge more of what's in the Everett household, uh, you know, accounts." No, uh, that would be about thirty. Well, 29 point a lot, dot, 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 nine billion more. So apparently they floated that news over there. And if I were smart, and I would have been on Robin Hood. Now, Michael Franklin Durbin told me I got to do it. I got to do it. Gots to do it. If you go back to early death piles and taxes, we talk about it. And Adam's like, so there's this thing called Robin. And I'm like, we talked about it, man. We talked about it. Sorry, I got to work me up. So apparently the day this uh, innuendo kind of floated out there, um, their stock, the company that was going to purchase them, this ICE, their stock fell 7.5%. eBay stock went ding, 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 ding. They went up 7.5%. And what happened is that NASDAQ, the company that owned, sorry, not NASDAQ, New York Stock Exchange, NYSE, basically their portfolio says, you know what? We're not buying a flat platform where they hawk, you know, used jerseys and Jerry Sloan jock straps and, you know, toilet paper from the 1970s. Oh, they're a little uppity, huh? They're snooty. What's wrong with that? That's not good enough for us. But you're making a profit. Yeah, but they don't care. They don't want to be associated with that kind of people. So, so wait a minute. So they make a... Uh Hey, we're going to buy you for a $30 billion thing. Socks fluctuate, kind of go nuts on, on the rumors and innuendo. Yes. And now it's coming back of, uh, never mind. So, apparently the eBay talks takeover comes at a really tough time. Uh, because we knew eBay, uh, basically the, the CEO, uh, Devin Wingett. Winnegig or something, yeah. Winnegigger. He apparently stepped down, you know, he's being pushed out, so... Um, eBay sold off part of StubHub to a European competitor for four billion, so they lost that wing. Um, but apparently, it, it was like one of those deals. Like, hey man, I'm thinking about buying it for thirty billion. I'm ready to say, buy, 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 buy. But apparently, you know, he went back and asked his mom, and his mom said, eh, "You ain't buying. You ain't hanging out with that crap." Well, that's a. That's even on eBay when you have something up there like uh, we'll just say Jerry Sloan jockstrap because that's fun to say. For three hundred dollars, and there's a guy like, "Hey, I'm really interested in buying this Friday. I get paid." And you're like, "Oh, you can buy it just right now. I mean, you can just buy. I'll, I'll almost have it ready to ship and stuff." And then Friday comes, he's like, "Um, you know, I changed my mind. I'm like, oh, I'll give you a good deal. No, I, yeah, I'm just not interested anymore." So rumor has it that you should just sell it when you can. <laughs> if you got the offer, you take the offer. Take the offer. What is it? The old bird in the hand is worth uh, two in the bush or whatever. There, there you go. So. Um, my speculatory reading into it is eBay is scaling back on some things so that they can focus on some more profits, which I don't get why they don't do eBay open. I mean, heavens, we paid hundreds of dollars to go to it. Party. Well, the thing is, the thing, uh, especially last, it sold out in less than a week. So there's there's definitely demand. I don't know. They're probably not making money out of it, but yeah. you're definitely building uh, PR and, and connecting people. So They're probably, they, I'm sure there's another thing in the works, uh, but... That's my speculatory. Well, thing. and you know, when people are getting ready to sell a business and stuff, what's the first thing that goes? Is they try to trim the facts, make yes. them look a lot more profitable. So if you're showing an eBay opens costing you a few million that you're just kind of putting out there for good fills, yeah, and to make Adam and Derek happy down in Vegas hanging out with uh, some some people, then they're probably going to trim that a little bit and say, okay, now we'll move on to I don't know whatever they're doing, greener grass. So. Well, that's interesting. I mean, you were, you were hitting about it last week. We didn't really get, get into it, but eBay may very well still be up for sale then. Yes. Oh, whoa. Well, easy there. 
Calm down. But it was funny because when I had talked to you about it, like they were for sale, and then like the next day, then eh, we ain't gonna do that. <laughs> so maybe this person said, "I need to buy some stock, and uh, we'll drive it up real fast, and then ah, never mind. I'm gonna sell off the stock. I don't. Who knows? Robin Hood. So. Yeah. Um. Other than that, man, it's tax time. Have you got your documents in order yet? I well, I got the the files on the fridge. And I'm just kind of filling them in as they come. Okay. No, I don't have all the ducks in the row. Well, usually, like, so we're usually like a mid-Marches type thing. Uh, which way are you taking me after we do taxes this year? Well, I hear that you like the Jimmy John's, so maybe I'll take you by there and Phil's shop. I don't know. Hey, hey that's only three dollars sandwiches. You better put up more than that. Yeah, I'll let you double the meat. Oh. Oh, I know you like the classic U cut. Maybe I'll just get the uh, Subway sandwich uh, bread and I'll, I'll make you your own sandwich. Oh, I like that. If I remember it correctly. My, my nostalgia. Or we'll get some Chinese. You know, we always do it upright. We, we do. That's that's the thing is, is foodie. So we're here on a, on a Saturday edition. It's not going to air obviously Saturday, but rumor has it you've got a couple extra dollars in your pocket and you're itching to spend it. Now, here's what happened, and I didn't get into it last week because we were. Good company. I can't. I can't be uh, too upset. But uh, that very day that we recorded, and I talked about how the furnace was just kaput. So, so I went uh, to get the new furnace, and they, you know, bring over the people to sell you the thing or whatever. And then they're like, "Well, we're doing this. You might as well do your uh, air conditioning because they're connected and they're both twenty years old. So yeah, this just crap the bed. You probably want to do that. So uh, let's just say I'm I'm eight grand to the negative on the week. Ouch. That wasn't planned for. But before that. Valentine's Day is coming up, folks. And if you're not selling Valentine's stuff on eBay, it's too late by the time you hear this, but you should have been doing that. So um, I thought I'd take the wife down. We're going to go down. It's been kind of cold and, and snowy and stuff. We're going to go down to... It was snowing on Wednesday night. We're going to go down to a, uh, a nice resort down there in Las Vegas. It's not going to take me there. And Yeah, if I don't come home with enough to pay off that furnace, you'll never see me again, I guess. I don't know. Are you staying at, are you staying at the Trump Towers again? Uh, by again would mean that I've been there before. I go to places that actually have casinos in them when I go to Vegas because the the commission deems them worthy of having a trustworthy to have a casino. Can you say that on the air? What? Don't you know the guy? Who? Uh-huh. Yeah, you are playing dumb. What? <laughs> you go into Vegas, getting out of the snow. Um, that's a good time to go to Vegas, man. We are staying, so I'll tell you the long story because we're doing a podcast. Are you going to be buying things? We're staying at the the Rampart, and it's the J. Uh, what's his name? Marriott. Yeah, I've heard, of, I've heard of him. So it's over in Summerlin, actually. I've been there before. So it's a way off the strip, a way out there. Been there before. Um, but so I stopped over there. You didn't acknowledge that I've been there before. Yeah, well, you lived in Perm. You've probably been to lots of places in Vegas before. No, I've been to that that hotel. It's very nice. Oh, that's where we're. Well, they gave me so. Very lavish. So they've been trying to get me to come and, and spend a couple nights. They gave me a couple free rooms. Oh, goodness. And I got a couple hundred dollars worth of gambling credit. How long did you have to sit through? Mr. Everett, we'd like to sell you a time No, see, that's the funny thing. So I tell everyone, and, and this is going off on a, on a derailment that wasn't supposed to be the derailment. We go out to Wendover. We talk about how we'll go gambling occasionally as friends, right? And I always tell my friends, sign up for the player's card, especially one friend who the briefcase Throws down some mad cash. Burrs. He throws down big bucks. And he never gets comp for it because he won't sign up because uh, originally he didn't want his mom to get the flyer seeing that he's been to casinos. That was the original thing is I don't want it coming to my mom's mailbox. And now he doesn't want it going to his wife's mailbox. That's how long ago this has been going. So uh, last time I was down in Vegas, which, you know, it was been a little while ago, we swung by this place. It was There's a few thrift stores around it. Yes, we'll be thrifting. Yes, this will be tax deductible. And we went in, and I got a player's card because they had some promotion that, hey, get a player's card, and we'll give you 50 bucks to play or something like that. So we stayed in there for maybe, maybe two hours, just being generous. And I didn't really gamble a whole lot because I had my wife there. We're looking around at things. It's a nice Marriott property. And so for the last uh, year or so, they've been sending me all these offers. And so finally, we got an offer to come down in February, and uh, they gave us a couple nights option. I guess this is for cheap people, too, that listen to this podcast and like to save money. Um, anyways, they, they put us up for two nights in the in the Marriott. They give me a couple hundred dollars of gambling credit and uh, or comp, I guess, free play. And they're giving me some money to eat at their steakhouse. So I said, you got yourself a deal, and me and the missus are going to go down, and there you have it. That's, that's what's up. So, yes, we'll be stopping and doing some uh, thrifting on the way. Uh, I was going to go see Aerosmith. 
Um, they were a little more of a spendy ticket, but then the $8,000 furnace, not sure. We'll go see somebody. I don't know if we'll throw down the Aerosmith because those were, those were pretty spendy tickets. So I'm trying to be a little conservative, but it's also Valentine's Day. And like we said last year, take care of your ladies. You just said it. I knew you were conservative. I knew it. I knew deep down that's what you were. Oh, I'm very conservative with money and stuff. I'm cheap. You know that. Mm-hmm. I, I just care about people, too. That, that's true. You know? Sue me. What do you got up there? You know, I I like the trending on eBay. I've been starting to follow it a little more. Have you seen this one yet? These, uh, I don't even know, this Rick and Pringle or Rick and Morty. So if you're watching the Super Bowl, I was going to bring this up. I'm glad you did. Rick and Morty are this weird... It's an Adult Swim cartoon on the Cartoon Network, but it's supposed to be after uh, the Back to the Future. Yes. So I didn't know that. that that's who they're based I, on. I watched that thing on Netflix uh, talking about the making of uh, Back to the Future, and they talked about that. Okay, so um, I haven't ever really watched the show. It's, it's not really up my alley for whatever reason, but there's an episode where it's Pickle Rick, and, so on the, uh, and he turns himself into a pickle or something that's been the, the rage. They actually had... Uh, McDonald's brought back the uh, Szechuan sauce, I believe it is, because of demand from these people. Uh, the fans that watched the show, they made some sort of joke about it. And so for a limited time, when McDonald's brought back that sauce, it went nuts on eBay as well to buy packets and sell them. Uh, the Super Bowl, they did a Pringles ad, which is very smart by Pringles. And so now there's a pickle, is it Rick or Morty? Pickle Rick. Pickle Rick. A uh, thing of Pringles that's like the top rated going on eBay for, what's the prices on that? I haven't seen the prices, like but seven and a half to thirteen, fourteen, twenty dollars for a Pringle. For a Pringle, the only problem is shipping Pringles could be. Uh, I mean, uh, if you're buying it, just put it on your desk and stuff. No one cares. But if they actually open it and it's all broken, you're gonna have a hard time uh, not having claims on that. Yeah, there's there's just so many. It, again, it gets to that weird weird aspect. We talk about it. You know, if this is your first time listening. Thank you, appreciate it. You know, uh, we kind of go on these different um, areas because there's different things. Like you can sell literally anything on eBay, a- anything. Yeah. A- and well, you can't sell body parts, and you know. Well, there's there's limits because of the law. <laughs> the, the law, and you know, stupid people always ruin it for the rest of us. Yeah, you sell one eyeball too many, and the red uh, flag gets thrown. Exactly. Um, but you know, right now it's. That boy, Pat Mahomes, we, we've been talking about it. Good we, little ball we, player. Good little ball player. Apparently, he's, he's uh, trending. But here's one. I wonder if you've thought about this, okay? We, I know we've talked about it. You would do anything for a Klondike bar. You, you'd kiss a girl with SARS for a Klondike bar. Remember that? Too, too soon, too soon. Oh, okay. Sorry. I didn't, I didn't want to get that. Uh, I heard the, the Pelican. <laughs> I, I always sell out his wrong name. I heard he was the, the star of this uh, have a coronavirus or something. That he was having a few too many uh, coronas at a time that started a whole, a whole epidemic. Is that true? Uh, that's what I heard. I remember there was a rumor about he had a hat that, you know, you, you had a hat originally and it lost. And there was some leaked footage of where the hat went to. All I'm saying is the have a coronavirus might be blamed on China. But I'm thinking uh, friend of the show Pelican, I haven't heard from him, might have been the cause. Might have been the start. Uh, what do they call that? Um, agent one or, or patient one. Patient one. That, that guy does some interesting things for work. We won't get into what he does for work. Animals are involved. It goes from animals to people. But you know what? I, I don't. There were uh, a group of people that do the very similar work that he does. Apparently, he got shipped off to Vegas. But you know what? There was the same group of people. They were in Mexico doing one of these kind of uh, what, what, what do we call um, activities? Well, he was kind of proud about not not being the clean, cleanliness of, uh, you know, taking care of personal hygiene, washing hands and things. Yeah, so. something like that. But so I'm just saying, that might have been where that came from. Apparently you should be selling face masks, not like one in your helmet, but like the, you know, the dust things, the surgical mask, because that is the hot thing right now. Well, people are buying those by the cases, and uh, it was always big over yes. in Asia. Um, I heard it was out of respect, but they didn't want to get others sick, because it's not going to stop you if you are sick. But over here, we're just doing it to cover it so we don't catch viruses and things. I love that. I mean, this is just a simple Walgreen 25 mask, but it's a Walgreen's ear loop face mask, surgical grade, 99%, effective flu for coronavirus. Well, 
Jesus just crossed the street over there. Maybe we'll go to Walgreens after this episode and clean some ass. City bones, man. I tell you what, you rub yourself down with copper, it kills it. You don't need a mask. That's what Derek's saying. I, I'm, I'm fine. Maybe you need to start putting that up there, man. No, I, you know, FDA and claims and regulations. Well, these guys say it's effective for the coronavirus. Yeah, I'd uh, be a little iffy about getting that one out there. Unless you, you know, like living on the edge and getting those lawsuits against you. Yeah, so, I don't know, when I saw that one, I'm like, that is unique. That is uh, definitely out there. So, again, when we get into it, that's, I guess, talking about following those hot trends, you know, any of these trending things. We got into it a couple weeks ago um, about Kobe, your buddy Kobayashi, throwing down all them hot dogs. No, this is a different guy. Who? What? This is uh, uh, Kobe Bryant. Oh, man. No wonder you didn't care. We're so heartless about the hot dog man. Kobe Bryant. I was going to bring up the, the people that said, what's I, wrong with Adam? I thought you said Kobayashi. Yeah, there you go. My yeah. mistake. Uh, well, Your I, apologies accepted. Let's move along before you offend somebody else. I just, uh, you know, a big Joey Chestnut guy. Um, <laughs> talking about the, the trending items, you know, those are the kind of things that, you know, it sells. It just does. And that's the thing. When you check in on these trends, it's going to be things for a couple weeks. So, like, the Rick and Morty from the Super Bowl. Uh, it's going to be a limited time Pringle thing. Pat Mahomes is hot after the Super Bowl. I mean, uh, you know, what else was down there? The mask, the corona, flu, whatever. It's probably, hopefully, not going to be up for a long time. So, I mean, these things trend. And has to be something that you can flip pretty fast. Yeah, apparently. I know it's, I know it's winter time, and I know you boys usually take it off. But when are you going back for the uh, Thursday night, uh, you know, activities with your boys at the park, you know, playing with your swords. Oh, you mean our LARPing? <laughs> yes, you're LARPing. Well, um, I, I know you're not a big Game of Thrones guy, Ab, but uh, winter is coming. Winter is coming? There you go. I don't know what that means. Ten people. Mm-hmm. people got it. Apparently these things are, uh, you know, on there too, uh, these swords and things. So. Yeah, I mean, always check out what's going on and keep yourself relevant. If you're looking for a niche, a lot of people will ask me, and I know I say this every week, but they're like, it's coming from the family stuff. Like, well, what do you, what do you sell? I ran into a guy that was actually uh, the county um, lawyer. What's that called? Commissioner? Commissioner. Uh, friend of the program. I may or may not have just called me this week. Oh, this is different. different guy. This is uh, He was formerly the uh, county attorney, but now he's oh. took off on. Anyways, I uh, ran into him at the same event. I know what you're talking and he, about. And he says to me, um, what's this podcast thing you got? Or a sticker. It was the same thing. I said, oh, I got a podcast. And well, the same thing. Kind of goes down the whole uh, things on eBay, so on and so forth. And he goes, you know, I had a guy that was going to law school with me. And he'd go over to the uh, thrift stores. And he, this was back in the early days of yeah, eBay. Yeah. He was buying things and selling them on eBay. I said, yeah, that's exactly what we talk about. He said, he paid for his law school doing this. I believe it. And I said, yeah, that's that's what we're that's what we're talking about. He said, oh, I have to check you out. So there you go. I said, if I ever get in, in jail, you're going to be my one call. Again. No. No, this is, if I ever get in jail. We watch the SVU, and, and the, oh, you always watch these shows, and they never, I got I got my one guy that was uh, county uh, attorney, whatever you call it, and even if he wasn't the, the defense or whatever, I'm like, I call you, you tell me what we do, and uh, I just go with it. I think he's a judge now, actually. I like Lenny. Lenny Kravitz? Oh, Lenny from the show. From what show? From Law and Order. Oh, you're like original. Well, yeah, that's, original that's, flavor. That's we're like one. we're thirty years down SVU. They've had like I know we've talked about criminal tanks. Your your wife likes some of those shows. I remember we've gone to Wendover before and she talked about it. I get a little scared. Oh yeah, if I ever go missing, uh, you will not find me. I mean, it's done, and uh, she won't get convicted because she'll make the one call. I said, "This is who we call if you ever get arrested." This she, is the person. She's got it figured out. You don't call Adam. You don't call your mom. You call. This man. Yeah. So, no, that's the thing, and I think a lot of people can relate. For whatever reason, my life, my wife, my wife, see, my life, my wife, loves these murder mystery type shows, date lines for 48 hours and such, and uh, it's down to such a science that, yeah, she's she's uh, figured it out. So, don't, well, don't mess with me, or you might end up with her. That's right. right. Derek, Derek will find it, so... There's your attorney stuff, your law stuff. Man, we've gotten the gambit. We better get to our special year uh, month of celebrations. Oh, actually, let me announce our winner for this week. So if you're not familiar, um, it was a little confusing. I think we're going to run another ad that explains it a little better. But if you review our podcast show, send me a screenshot. If you do it on YouTube or if you do it on Apple, whatever, subscribe, five-star, 
or subscribe on YouTube. Or CastBox. Or CastBox, wherever. Send me a picture, just wherever you want to. If you have my personal number, you can text it to me. If not, YouTube, you can send it over there. Facebook you can send it Facebook group. You can send it Messenger. You can send it Instagram. You can send it uh, Twitter. So our uh, winner this week is Matt Z. And I believe he was from Indiana. Wow. So Matt Z has won. Not only is he getting a sticker, but he has won a T-shirt. We got you can't you can't buy these T-shirts. You gotta win them. Death piles and taxes T-shirts. Uh, at least on this first run. And I'll send it out with the sticker if you win. Now, how we find out who wins the T-shirt is every week I'm taking these people that send me the screenshots and I'm drawing from them. Everyone that sends a screenshot will get a sticker. Okay. But I'll draw out of those people, and one of those people will win a T-shirt, which was Matt this week, was Mallory the previous week. Man. And of those, if you get the sticker, and it's our golden ticket sticker, Cause I got a golden ticket. You get to hang out with me and Adam, or we'll Skype you, or we'll figure out a time to hang out if you don't live in the state because eBay opened just totally screwed us over. But, but we <laughs> might be going to that Chicago reseller. One. Yeah, we've talked about going to uh, Ecom Chicago. That would be sweet. Um, we'll announce where that is, but if we're out and about in your area, we'll hang out with you. If you're out and about in our area, we'll hang out with you. If that doesn't happen, we'll Skype you. And by hang out, Derek means we're going to do some serious, uh, I mean, the, the Husky section is here for a reason. We'll do some serious eating Hit some thrift stores, kind of talk about different different things, our, our big hits, our big losers. Yeah, we'll just sit and hang out. We'll uh, go through, yeah, thrift stores, retail arbitrage, whatever you want to do. And we're going to make Adam make sure that we eat well. We're not going to go to no Jimmy John $3 sandwich like I pay for my taxes with. We'll get a nice buffet or a nice restaurante. Oh, I like that. So keep, keep coming over. It's going to go through the rest of this month at least. We might extend it depending, but the stickers are going faster than I thought. I know. I told you I wanted some. I don't have any to get. Like, dude, I need some. Like, (laughs) people come in here. They're asking about the podcast. I want to be able to. I had two people this week. Well, no, not this week. I mean, two days ago. I'm like, tell them about the podcast. Like, oh, I'll look it up right now. And both he and his wife did it. Okay. So. That's where I thought. I thought, man, we got a lot of stickers. I'm like, I might got too many now. I'm like, I don't know if I got enough. So. They're, they're going, folks. So Well, we're going to go to break, but before we do, I just want to say happy birthday, friend of the program, Brian. Hey, happy birthday, Brian. I'm not going to say nothing mean. Wow, that, is that your birthday gift? To him, yes. You and Bono, enjoy your day. It's a it's a beautiful day. <laughs> oh, I see, what you, I see what you did there. So we just had some breaking news for the second half of Death Piles and Taxes. I know you know Don Sr., but apparently Mike Painter knows Don Jr. Apparently. Apparently that's a part of the Husky section now. And the Husky section, they're just getting bigger and bigger. Tell you, we're, uh, we're bad, we're nationwide, is that how it goes? I, I did mean fatter and fatter, I just meant more people know about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cheap shots, man, cheap shots. <laughs> oh, man. I'm still laughing at your your sewer water here. Uh, ingredient number two, so this is one of those family party things. Um, ingredient number one is water, but the second is fecal matter, toilet paper, hair, lint. Wow, that's quite the gift. Yeah, it makes you not want to drink it. I don't think I would either. You get a good aversion, but uh, it's uh, North Davis Sewer District, so. Well, it's, Isn't that where Pelican is he? That's Apparently that's the nice part of Ogden. Okay, I didn't say the town of Ogden. It's North Davis. I don't know. Yeah, North Davis County. So how are you going to make me some money this week? I know we kind of we go off, we talked about different things. What are you doing this last week to make money? Make you money or make me money? Well, when you do well, you make me money because I have to count it for you when you do your taxes. So. Scrooge McDuck, I have you over to the vault and we go swimming while you count my money. Is that what happens? That's right. Uh, well, you know, it's one of those things. I've been hitting the cards because it's fun, right? It's been... It's been really enjoyable. Yeah, that's a nice thing. We enjoy it. It's easy to do. But the problem is, I had to throw down an unexpected bill of $8,000 for the old uh, furnace AC, new unit, all that kind of thing. And it just throws you into this, okay, I got to make some money, right? It sounds like you better get off your touche and start doing some listing. So I got to get listing, and then we're going to go down and do the Vegas thing and, you know, all that. So I need some spending cash on that. Um Basically, it's just hitting that death pile. Like, I got so much stuff, but 
I got some of the cards and things, but those are they're 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 either hit or miss. And uh, I mean, I'm gonna have to sell a whole lot of wrestling cards to make up for for an 8K uh, differential. So I think I'm gonna go dip into some of that uh, Jerry Sloan supply and say, what have I missed? What have I been skimming over? Uh, I do need to go talk to Phil about. Uh, he was saying that he might have some interested buyers in some of my memorabilia, right? So. Uh, it might be a good time if anyone's looking to get some Olympic signed uh, shoes from the mailman or John Stockton. I'm uh, what was Olympics are coming up? Well, and it was from the Dream Team. If you go back and listen to the archived episodes, you get the whole story. But um, what was the old when the devil went down to Georgia? And he was in a bind because he was way behind and he was willing to make a deal. I'm in a bind because uh, you know I need warm air and I'm, I'm willing to make a deal. So. Yeah, that's kind of the things I'm going to be looking at. Maybe moving some of the bigger, the bigger items, the more expensive, the more kind of, um, I don't know what you'd call it, the things that you kind of put off to the side and say, I know this is worth something. But I might just start kind of flooding the market with a few things and seeing what happens. I'm really enjoying doing the cards and, and stuff, but it's it's one of those things that I can always come back to unless I pull like a, a super hot card, you know, it's. It's the Rock rookie year isn't going to change. I don't know if you watched the Super Bowl. We talked about that. Uh, There's a lot of pro wrestling on the Super Bowl. I know. Ric Flair, didn't he have two commercials? Ric Flair, uh, John Cena was all over it. Um, Aaron, my brother, who was on there, was counting the times that he saw The Rock. And he was annoyed by how often The Rock was on the... I mean, if you go from introducing the players to commercials and movies and stuff, so... His father just passed away. Yeah, yep. Yeah, his father was... Uh, was also a pro wrestler. I, I never knew that. Yeah, so that was where, uh, well, both of his family sides. Rocky was his dad, and, yeah. and my idea was the was the mom's side, so that's how he came up with his, his gimmick name. But you know the interesting thing about all those commercials and, like I said, those trending items? Um, you know, the whole reason we have the podcast is, is Gary Vaynerchuk said, do it, do it, do it. He actually had three Super Bowl commercials. Oh, see. He was I, in charge of the, the hummus commercial with your boy Ric Flair. Mm-hmm. Um, but the big one was the uh, the uh, Mr. Pe- Mr. Peanut. Oh, so that was controversial. People were kind of upset and kind of not, but I heard there was some... Uh, there was some bad timing. Bad timing because of the Kobe thing, how Mr. Yes. Peanut died. Yeah. They had to kind of alter it. But the, they had to change it. The whole, hey, just kidding, I'm back. Yeah. Was that going after the Baby Yoda thing? Is that where that was at? Or I'm not quite sure. I, I really feel like the the Kobe death really kind of impacted them, and, and I think they were a little they were very sensitive about it. Which I get. You got a lot of sports fans watching it, and it. I mean, it hadn't been a week of that. You point. don't need Mr. Peanut died. I mean, come on, we can't have two icons that a week. <laughs> oh, Mr. Peanut's 103 or something, right? He's a cartoon man. It just don't crack. Like he's just around for like Garfield. You tell me that Mr. Peanut don't crack. Not the one that there. I mean, he's a good dude. I've cracked a few nuts in my day. I know you have. Uh, blue almond. Okay. Emerald blue. So your boy Gary, um, I was gonna bring this up. So you you sent that tweet. I went back and looked at yeah. it. Yeah. Well, he was looking for people that not only wrestling but boxing and MMA. Well, here's the thing. You're the greatest at wrestling. He said, you know what? I found my wrestling guy. Oh, I can I can be the wrestling guy. Yeah. I mean, so but you know, I'm not. I'm not. As uh, diversified in those other arenas. Hey, when you got skills, man, it doesn't matter that you may or may not have everything because there might be somebody that applies and they're not going to have the knowledge like you do. Well, you can have another side hustle. Hey, while we're on the topic, let me do a derail real fast. I need to kind of an apology derail, but it deals with pro wrestling. So <laughs> your, your derailments are never fast. Well, it's going to be faster than not, but yeah, not your not your average derailment, but it will be. So we have a text group with all of our friends, and we like to get on there, and, and, and we'll razz each other a little bit, but we also, you know, support each other. And ah, There's a pro wrestler, M- MJF, and he's the best bad guy going on right now. And he sent out this tweet, and I thought it was funny, and it said something to the effect of, and uh, I, I apologize, but it said something to the effect of, I'm watching TLC, they have the show Thousand Pound Lady or something like that, she has a boyfriend. If you're single right now and she has a boyfriend, you are a loser. And I sent it out thinking it was funny because this is a, a bad guy trying to get people upset with him. And it's really good because right now a lot of the bad guys in, in pro wrestling are trying to be cool guys and want people to cheer for him. And this guy's really embraced the he wants people to hate him and, you know, want to go and, yeah, and, yeah, and, about and slit his tires at the end of the show and, and really hate him and he commits to it. So I send that out, and a friend of the show who's been on the show, who 
I did direct this towards, I didn't mean this personally. MFD. He was single. MFD, he might be, wow, their, their initials are almost the same. I know. Wow, that's, okay, that is a coincidence. He sends over a thing like, I get it, I'm a loser. I'm, I'm single, I'm a loser. That wasn't directed at him. I'm sorry, I apologize for that. I just thought it was funny. It would give the boys a bit of a laugh. And I was saying, this is why, because everyone says, why do you like that fake pro wrestling stuff? And it's stuff like that where it's like, that's just funny. That's just good. When he goes out and tells that to an arena full of people and they start hating him and stuff, that's just good stuff. And then I was going through other things they said. And I say, well, here's some more examples. And I thought, I'm just going to be burying myself. So uh, a derailment, it was just meant to be funny. I wasn't taking personal shots. So that's a, uh, an apology for that. But apparently if you're single and a thousand pound girl has a boyfriend, you could uh, find yourself a lady. The, the show's called Hot and Heavy. I haven't seen it. I, I know. It comes up in my Hulu preferences. You know, you never know what's in there. Yeah, you never know. I, yeah. I throw off the algorithms from, you know, Google. When I, I, I got you. Shares and yeah, yeah, well, but yeah. So, anyways, that was the derailments. Usually at the end of the show, I just thought we'd throw it on since it was relevant with what we were talking about. Adam, bail me out what you got here. Uh, you threw out some, some initials. I love tax time because I get the coolest stories. I just... You know, you bring up podcasts, some of the stuff that I do, and you know, because I've known people for years and years and years. And one new guy, like I said, he brought up, he said, "Oh man, that's a great idea." Like I knew this lady, uh, you know, down in Central Utah, and they used to have a, a music store, but they've closed it down since then. And they have a lot of old, new stock of of amps and different things. I was like, I was like "Dude, yeah, like go down there, like see what you can do." Like, I mean. It, you know it's worth money, and that's your wheelhouse. You know about guitars. You know about music. Go do it. He's like, yeah, I'm going to go do it. And I says, I want to see you have to pay taxes next year because you did it. Well, and things like that. I mean, how many of these places around the country that we don't know about that people are like, oh, yeah, my you know, uncle lived in the small town. The neighbor was the lady that did this or that. And they closed up shop, and it's just full of stuff. And there's people willing to buy that. Like, I mean... Yeah. Like, especially when you're getting to old amps and, and guitars and things, those things are be collectible, so. Got into also talking about, you know, everybody does a thing. Everybody's like, oh, man, I should have done this. Apparently, um, someone had some uh, very old 1927-28-30 New York Yankees memorabilia with Babe and Lou Garrett. They had it like it was their grandpa's, and then they gave it to them. But apparently... Mom didn't want it. She threw it all away. Oh, there's always those stories. And it's like, you know, now it's like, oh, I should have, you know, held on to it. But if you're not listing, you're a hoarder. You know what I mean? Yeah, and then, I mean, some people don't know the perceived value versus the real yeah. value. Like, there could have been that same thing where it was, you know, a bunch of no-name players and it was just worthless and get yeah. rid of it. So mom doesn't know or care. It, it all kind of depends. But that, again, getting into those things is, is it's not hard. You know what I mean? But it's not hard. People ask me, like, I'm like, yeah, I actually, my family and I started doing it. We've got a good little transfer in there. We keep getting more. Uh, it's amazing how much money that you can actually make doing this. I know we talked about year one. My goal was 5000 We didn't quite hit that. But realistically, we we're, were about $3,000. You know, we had to pay for supplies. We had fees and stuff. But well, I'm not making excuses for you, too, but you've had some different things happen as far as, um, now, now you're expecting and some different things with the business and stuff that came up. There's always going to be things that come up, but you had a realistic goal, and, and you're in the ballpark, right? It was, it was attainable, and I think, you know, it, it's teaching me things. That's the things that's really helping me understand with my other online business, and that's kind of where I think we're going to get into a little more things. You know, we're, we're not just an eBay, like, reseller outlet. Like, we are an opportunity to learn about selling online. And with my other business I've been working on, I've learned a lot. I've learned a lot about what to do, what not to do. And one of the things we talked about in the past was drop shipping. And, you know, it's one of those things like, do you get into it? Do you not get into it? I'm getting into it right now. Well, there's a whole, yeah, we're going to do a whole show on that based on what it was. And in the beginning, I was writing down ideas, and then we kind of come in and freestyle. So maybe we need to get back to some more of those specific, hey, we'll do a whole show about what is drop shipping, different options and things. But what... What are you doing then? Let's break it down. Well, we're trying, again, to get these, you know, this wheelchair. I make a very unique um, off-road wheelchairs with some partners. And, again, we're just trying to find that strategy of, okay, we have a website. Uh, you know, because one of the things we talked about, it's 
you know, you can't sell, or your opportunity to sell uh, an Angus MacGyver jacket on Main Street in Payson is very, very slim because people aren't looking for it. So that's why you've got to be worldwide. And, and that's what websites do. They call it www for a reason. It's the World Wide Web. Yeah, so that's what we were trying to do is kind of establish a website. We, we did some things on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter. And, you know, I do a lot heavy, heavy on, on LinkedIn. And, you know, just trying to figure out which platforms to do. And, you know, we've, I, I paid a lot of money to different organizations, different places that are supposed to help me out. And I'm just not getting the results I want to get. Um, so we reached out to one of these other, um, it's a website, all they do is drop ship uh, medical supplies. Let's break down, I know a lot of people are probably familiar, but uh, drop shipping uh, 101 basics is uh, basically a middleman. So yeah. it can go both ways, but I have a product and I want to sell it to the customer. Uh, I either order it from a company that holds it in the warehouse and they'll supply it, or they order it from me, I send it to them and they supply it. So. Uh, drop shipping is just basically you don't hold the inventory necessarily or the customers, you're kind of the middleman. Yeah, and that's kind of what I figured out is this company is the drop shipper. Like, they have the platform, they do everything, and essentially what we will be doing is we'll get an order and we ship it out. So we're, in, in essence, we're just hoping to get these orders to come into us. We pay them a fee for every one that, that they sell, and all we're doing is shipping them out. So we're kind of on the other end of the drop shipper part. The drop shipping. You're more the the wholesale, the main uh, access point yeah, for, we, for these people. We send that out. We are the, they're the Amazon. We're the seller. We ship it out from the Amazon warehouse. You're the, you're the yeah. So you're the supply. Yeah, we are the supply and the demand. So we're we're working with that spectrum. I don't know. Got our fingers crossed. You know, I become very speculatory on a lot of different people, but we'll see how it goes. The nice part is they were extremely transparent on um, some of our competitors, some of the similar items, and it was shocking how many items they were selling of this chair. I mean, like we're talking, they, they in last year, in, in the 12 fiscal months, they sold more than 320 of this particular um, competitor of ours, and if we were selling that, we'd be having a different conversation. We'd be at a big, big desk. We'd be at a big boys. Well, that's the thing, and if you're selling items, you know, you're saying, wait a minute, can, can I uh, drop ship on eBay? Uh, you absolutely can, and that's one of the things I started off doing. I, like I said, we was going to do a whole show about it, but um, eBay has came out and said if you're buying um, stuff on Amazon, shipping it through eBay, they don't want you doing that, but uh, there's plenty of other platforms and places that you can go buy items at wholesale or somewhere like that, and you just sell them on eBay, and once it sells, you click a button and it ships. So. Uh, Adam's trying to do that with wheelchairs on a different website, which is fine. And we'll look at saying, well, you know, kind of keep you with success on that and all those different things. But I do want to get into another topic, something that uh, kind of hit me in a good way. Um, with these new uh, trade laws, with these new things, the government is finally going to start cracking down on counterfeit items. I like that. Like, they are really going to start going after these counterfeit items that are being sold on Amazon. eBay's really good at, at, at um, kind of keeping those kind items of, out. They can police it pretty well. They police it. I mean, you had the experience where they said, here's selling counterfeit memorabilia, and you said, the heck, I'm not. <laughs> I said, oh, wait one minute. Let me uh, produce some hold, items here for you. Hold on that. And Amazon does not do that. And, you know, that again, that's always been one of... Uh, you know, it, it is. It, it's against the law. Well, it's disappointing if you ever went on Amazon and you buy something and you think, I'm getting this name brand, whatever it is, right, and you get it, and it's obviously just a piece of junk, and Amazon says, well, just send it back and we'll give you your money. Well, that's fine, well, and good, but that's a lot of extra hoops to jump through, extra tran transactions, and um, I enjoy going to Central Park as much as the next person and haggling over a pair of Oakleys or, uh, you know, a, a, a purse, but... At that time, and I'm not saying that's right, but I know going into that situation that this is a knockoff, not a real brand, yeah. uh, a fake Rolex, a Tijuana Rolex, as one of our episodes was. If I go on Amazon or any other website, and I'm thinking I'm buying a pair of Oakleys or a Gucci purse or whatever, and I think, oh, this is an amazing deal, yeah. and I get it, and it's obviously a piece of junk, that's not trustworthy, and for those of us that are selling online, it diminishes what people think, uh, oh, that's just, you know, People just sell junk or knockoff counterfeits on that thing. I'm not going to go 
buy or support online merchants because they're just selling counterfeit goods. So those of us that aren't selling counterfeit goods don't get the traffic and the people coming back. And I don't know. I, I'm one for enforcing the law. Um, I'm glad that this is one of those things. Obviously, it will be a lot more, um, it's going to take some time, some difficulty, but they really came out publicly saying, Amazon, you need to start doing what you're supposed to be doing. If you are selling counterfeit goods, and that's one of the things they, they get a lot of, a lot of sports memorabilia is knockoffs. Um, and that's, again, it's a, it's a big issue. And uh, for some people, it's not that big a thing. You know, same thing with copyrights. It's like one of those things that's enforceable but not really enforceable. Do I buy a pirated movie? Do I, you know, there's so many things that you as an end user is, you know, I was, ideally I want the stuff for the least amount of money, but how do you do it? And, and Amazon's fine. They're gonna, the big brother's going to come and start knocking on the door. Oh, and I mean, it's sad that it takes a lot to do that. Amazon's just say, hey, we're going to do this because we want integrity for, for our product. But it does come back to, you know, a lot of these places, if it's is counterfeit, I mean, a lot of it gets shady on what it's supporting, whether it's drug rings or human trafficking and that kind of thing. And I don't think any of us, we might joke around about a little meth here and there, but we don't want to be associated with that. No. You don't want to be supporting cartels and, no. and that kind of thing. So... Uh, it, yeah, it's it's one of those things that's going to be hard to enforce, but there definitely has to be something done. So I'm uh, glad they're stepping in. When I heard that, I got very excited. It was one of those things that, um, you know, we, we're all, nobody's in this to uh, rip somebody off. Like, it's the same thing. I mean, just like, you know, going to Phil's shop, Phil is not there to take advantage of everyone. I am not in the business to have you come into here and, and uh, overcharge you. Um, you know, perform poor service. Uh, that's not how my company grows. Yeah, I mean, over the long haul, you're not going to be in business for long, regardless of what you're doing. If that's your, if that's your motive. Yeah. Yeah. Do we all want to make money and as much profit as we can? Sure. But but you got to do it in the right way, the right format, and that's what being a you know an online seller is. Is you treat it just like uh, you know your grand opening, your store. How do I start my store? I mean, customer service is number one. It always pays off. It always does, and I mean, I've had times, and I'm sure uh, people out there listening, where you almost get that negative review, or people are sending back, hey, you know, this wasn't great, and instead of just blowing up in the comments, which we've all done, or sending the negative yeah. messages, you fix it for them, and some of those people become return customers, because they know you're a straight shooter, they know what they're going to get from you, and they know if there's a problem, you're going to fix it, so uh, don't take it as an opportunity that you're getting, you know, bamboozled or used or whatever, use it to your uh, advantage, and turn a, a negative into a positive, the whole cliche of you know, whatever, that's kind of serious, like, everyone says that, but do it. You just triggered something really good. So, uh, again, the Internet's changed the world. There's a lot of people in the same situation I am as far as business. Very small little shop. I mean, I've got myself and two other people that help run the whole place. We service a lot of people. Um, there's other offices um, online that do this, some of the Facebook groups. We are able to chat with each other, talk about, you know, uh, winners, losers, you know, same thing we're doing on here. A guy talked about some guy just came in and says, well, how much do you charge for to reprint my return? And the guy, the owner of the business says, I, I don't charge anything. What do you need? He says, oh, no, I didn't, I didn't come here. I was just asking how much you charge to print off a return. And the owner was kind of baffled. He's like, what do you mean? He's like, well, the lady I go to right now charges me $2 a page. And the guy's like, no, I, you know, if you're a client, we'll do that for you. He says, okay. So this guy who was asking about how much he charged, so he came to this tax preparer and says, man, that's that's awesome. He took care of him. And then he told his brother, his mother, his sister. his. So off of this one um, simple gesture telling this gentleman, like, hey, I don't charge for that, he just picked up 10 new clients because he killed them with kindness. I mean, yeah, you, you never know. And I know we all get these people that are kind of nickel and diamond. Oh, you're yeah. like, is this worth my time? Yes. But uh, it, sometimes it is, sometimes it isn't, right? You're, you're not going to win them all, but if you have that reputation over the long run, you're going to be successful. When I go to buy cards, I can go buy them from Phil, my buddy, hang out, get what I need, or I can go to Walmart and get treated like crap. They might have it, they might not, and where am I going to go, right? Exactly. And then that's the thing. You know, I talk about this with my brother. I mean, yes, Walmart is like the greatest, like the largest company in the world. You know? I mean, they're they're not losing any sleep overnight. They're growing. They're rolling. I shop at Walmart too. I know I just threw them under the bus. Don't sue me, Walmart. But that's the thing is is you go there for certain items. You know, I can't buy bread and milk at the low. It, it's just 
that's where you go to get it. That's just the way that it works. It's the way of the world right now. It is. It's the way of the world. Like, yeah, I can go out of my way to pay more some places. And for some things, I do that, but that's what it is. But again, it's all service related. And one of the big threats to Walmart, and I know they're doing a lot of the, you know, we're kind of going all over the place, but they're kind of doing the come pick up. Uh, a lot of these grocery store chains are starting to do the, hey, we'll shop for you. You yeah. come up, oh, and, and it's competing with that where they say, hey, that's good service. I'd rather deal with these people than the. And I think in the long run, Walmart's going to have to change its reputation and maybe be a little friendlier, maybe be a little nicer if they want to keep going because uh, Walmart can turn into Kmart really fast. Absolutely. In blink of an eye. And I think they know that. They're not stupid. I mean, they've been running this business for, for decades. So You brought me in. I know we're jumping, but it's all about making money online. Had a client that came in, they, they did DoorDash here. They were doing DoorDash. Um, if you're not familiar, DoorDash is the Uber of food. Yeah, there's a, there's a few of them. There's Uber Eats, DoorDash. Um, yeah, there's a few different outfits. So you can, like uh, Uber or uh, Lyft, you can do them all. Is what, yeah. well, I'm just saying, if you're going to yeah. do it, do them all. Um, but, you know, we, we live, you know, we're not in rural, but we're in a rural yeah, Pretty small town. You know, pretty small town. I mean, it's less than 20,000 here and then 10 where we live, but... Um, there, are, there isn't a lot of that going on, but about 15, 20 minutes north in, in Spanish Fork, there are, and this girl says, my mom loves it. She's like, it is like the most relaxing thing she's ever done. Like, she goes to the Chinese place, she goes to Jeep, like, they go pick it up, they drive it to somebody's house, they drop it off, they get paid, no big deal. They drive around, they listen to death piles and taxes, and just enjoy life. I mean, yeah, that's the thing, when we talk about this, or when I'm telling people, you know, they say, what's your podcast about? It's hard to, you know, I just kind of say selling crap on the Internet, selling crap on eBay. But really, uh, it's just finding that uh, independent freedom, yeah. side hustle. You can drive for, you know, we did that special episode, drive for Uber or Lyft. You can do, you know, sell just retail, start oh, your own God. store. You yeah. can do retail arbitrage, start your own store. You can be delivering food. Whatever it is, you're just finding extra ways to make money and be successful. And, and that's what we want. We want people to be able to just have that financial independence because when that happens and when that starts to occur, you're relaxed and you have just success. You have that ability to not be stressed out. Your family's happier, you're happier, and it's a good place to be. Life's too short to work for that bad boss. We Man. had the bad boss story. Yeah, we had hashtag bad boss for a few episodes. I didn't bring it back up. and. Uh, I got talking with Adam, and he, he did some business with my bad boss, but we, we're not going to get into that. I forgot that's so random. Um, but that, that's kind of the whole idea. If you're not going to work, we brought it up in the text group the other day. Like, I love coming to work. Well, even with Phil, right, when he's like, Monday after the Super Bowl, when everyone's like, oh, man, I don't want to do it. He was kind of sad that he didn't open because he takes Mondays off because he can. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I just I, I mean, feel like that now. I mean, I, I have the regular job, right? I have the 9 to 5, and... And some days, you know, it's harder than others. Some weeks are harder than others. But I do enjoy what I do. I enjoy where I work. But I think part of it's in the back of my head. If if it goes south, I have an out. Like, it's nice knowing that you got that parachute of um, if, if whatever happens, I get laid off, I get fired, I just decide I hate it. I got something I can go do in the meantime until I find something else or ramp it up and go full time. Yeah. And I think there's kind of that safety net of, hey, it, it might suck some days, but other days, it, whatever. Yeah. You know, it's it's enjoyable. It's fun. Like it is. It's just fun to learn and to move on and do new things. So, I don't know. Tax time, tax season's great. Um, I don't know. Just a good point of life for me right now. Well, I'm glad you're happy. I'm hopefully everyone out there listening is happy. And, I mean, we're getting success. We're growing. They had a, have, a, have a face on a sticker and the T-shirts and stuff. Did you ever think that would happen with the podcast? I know you're always grilling me about, did you ever think this would happen? No, but I love it. Like, to know that we have a sticker... It's awesome, and it, you know, it is a little thing, like, think about that, you know, 30 years ago, like, this whole apparel thing is so cool, it's so new, you know, we can have our own hat, like, you know. I mean, there's there's endless possibilities, and I've even been looking into, there's, um, you can make t-shirts, right, so, like, maybe it won't be debt piles and taxes, you'd have to be able to do some things, but if you have an idea and design and stuff, you can make your own shirts and just sell them. Absolutely. I mean... The internet has took down the barrier to entry on almost everything, and it's going to continue to. Yep. If you have a passion, uh, go in that direction and figure it out. Like like Phil did. You might have to sleep in the uh, the tent for a couple nights, but you'll find out if you're really into it or not. If you like it, you know. If if you're that passionate about it, that you can sleep on it, and that's the thing. Like he did it the smart way. 
He slow rolled it. He learned about it. He took some time to make sure that he was doing something that he wanted to love. And he found out what, what sold good in this area. So uh, with the Internet, things trend differently, right? So if he was just looking online, he might see this trends, this trends. He was coming here to where he knows his clients are going to be and saw what they like. We talked about the guy going out of business in the car, the, the other park. And, yeah. uh, I mean, he was an older gentleman, and he was looking to sell everything, but he had no no clue. He hadn't kept up on the product knowledge, and that might just come with age and being done with it. But he uh, just said, no, don't have it, don't care, and I was able to get some cards from him. Yeah. And we'll see how all that pans out, but it wasn't anywhere near the money that I spent with Phil. you got to have the ability to adapt because it is. It's a changing, I mean... With the winds, things that were hot last year, things that were hot two weeks ago, they're just not. And as long as you're staying up on it and enjoying it. And that's kind of the thing. Like, the trends, if you're going to chase that, that uh, what carrot that's dangling, you do have to keep moving. But if you find your secret little niche, I mean, there's people that sell uh, whatever. If I knew what it was, you know, I'd, I'd be rich. But there's people that find their little niches. And, I mean, it's not chasing the carrot and the trend. It's something stable for them until it gets discovered. So... You know, you're selling a whatever item X, you know, and you can just do that for years and you're making money too. So there's no shortage of what you can do, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. Well, I don't know. Well, we're, we're getting close on time. Um, I do want to just, should we end with a, a tax time? Yeah, let's do a tax time. I already got derailed a little bit. I kind of feel bad if I, if I hurt feelings, so I don't want to hurt more. <laughs> well, here we go. Here's your tax time tip. Um, one of the things that people don't really, I guess, think about it, and you know, um, my aspect, the way I look at taxes is very different. Um, I like to look at people's taxes. I don't just take a paper and run it in the computer. I try and have a discussion with you about what's going on, because I always teach people, the more you understand, the better you're going to be able to make decisions. Um, one thing we always look at is getting the tax brackets. You always hear this. If you heard this, oh, I don't want to go into the next tax bracket. I don't go up to that next I've heard people actually say that they didn't want promotions or salary-ish things at work because it put them in different brackets and cost them with uh, whether it was child support or this, that, and the other money. There, there's, there's a fine line between those uh, getting into insurances and things. I mean, I totally understand that, and that's why you need to have a professional... Um, some of the Obamacare health insurance, if you go over a certain threshold, you have to pay back a lot of money. Um, some people, uh, they lose a lot of tax credits if they go over certain thresholds. But the tax brackets specifically, okay, tax brackets are tiered. Um, when you make from, you know, zero to 20000 and this is your taxable income. Not going to get too nerdy, but you have your gross income, you have your standard deduction or itemized deduction, just to keep the math simple, you made 100000 you have a standard deduction of 24000 your taxable income is 76000 That 76000 depending on your single or married, has tax brackets. There's a 0 and a 12% bracket to get to a point. Once you go over the limit by a dollar, $100, it's only that small portion that goes over the limit that's in the next tax bracket. So what you want to do is take that money and send it to D. Roy Everett, Venmo. <laughs> yes, you could do that. Or then you realize, okay, once our income goes above $83,000, anything above eighty, that $3,000, instead of it being taxed at 12%, is now going to be taxed at 22%. So it's not retroactive and taking everything off the board. It's only a small portion. So don't really worry about going to that next tax bracket because you're making more money. It's never a bad thing to make more money, and that's what I've never understood is if that's the case, then you should be paying whatever, wherever it comes out, whether it's government-type things, yeah. this, that, or, like, I always say this, that, and the other. I don't know why. In normal conversation, I don't say it, but I know it's in the podcast. I'm saying that a lot. So but it's never bad to make more money. Uh, you know. it, it isn't, and here's the thing is there are options, and I tell people, well, if you're getting there, one thing that I definitely encourage as a tax-influential um, item is putting more money to your retirement because that pre-tax retirement, whether it's a 401K, an IRA, not Roth, but pre-tax, uh, it lowers your taxable liability. So somebody in that situation 
if they took that extra $3,000, and instead of being taxed now at 22%, here in Utah it's 5, other places it's 7 or 8 or 11%, so let's do the math simple, say it's 30% between federal and state, on that $30,000, on that 3000 not 30, I mean that's what Derek makes in a weekend, um, Hopefully this weekend in Vegas. <laughs> on that $3,000, if you were to say, I want to put more money into my retirement, that $3,000 is going to be off the board as taxable. So now you're taking it back under, and it's not going to be taxed at 30%. So you just put $3,000 away, and you just saved $900 in taxes. So really, it only cost you $2,100 to put $3,000 away that now you're going to have, you know, 5, 10, 35 years for that money to grow for you. And those are just simple little things that you can do that are... Those are your little accounting tricks. Those are 100% legal things. Little hacks. To lower your tax liability to save more money. And that's why you go to somebody like Adam that can figure all this out for you. You can put money in an HSA your health savings account. It's the same thing. There's so many little things like that that some of these bigger places, um, they don't go out of their way for the, the, the customer service, the extra mile, the getting you a soda when you come into the card shop, knowing your name, talking about your kid. There's certain things that other people do because they actually care. You're not just a number going through a cashier's line. You actually care because when you succeed, Derek, I succeed. We all succeed together. That's that's the way to do it. I mean, you can be a, a clog in the in the drain, or you can be a name on a friend. Which would you rather be? I'd rather be both because you want to be a clog in a drain. Oh, I wasn't listening to you. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. A bump on a log, Adam Beasley. <laughs> I, I was I was getting my thing going. Yeah, I know you're over there excited. I, I, I'm telling you, man, I get excited about taxes. Yeah, but you just want to help out, like. Yeah, help other people grow, and that's what we're doing, just supporting small local businesses or, or people and, and growing that way. So. I love seeing people make more money because it means they have more disposable income. We share. We all grow. When the economy's good, we're all doing good. There you go. We all have opportunities to buy things on eBay, sell things, buy cards, you know, start new businesses, get accounting services, buy wrestling cards, which we didn't get into. We'll get into. I'll have to get in next week. I know we're cutting off, but... I saw you on TV. Well, there you have it. I didn't know I was on TV, so. You were up at the event, correct? Correct. Monday night. I, I watched the show. <laughs> I was like looking at it, I'm like, I swear, Derek. I'm like, dude, he's there right now. I don't know. There were a lot of large bearded men. I swear it was you. I tell you what, the, uh, the the Monday Night Raw a few weeks ago came to Utah during the blizzard, and, and we performed well, so hopefully we get more opportunities. I, I, I saw it there, so tax time, they get, they get too, uh, too excited, but the key thing is, is that's what it is, is every single year for the rest of your life, you got to file your taxes. And well, I'm, that, that makes me think there's only two things in life that would be for certain. Death piles. And taxes. Thank <music> you.